filler in business books and audiobooks takes up time that you don't have. You're here because you want the golden nuggets from each book without all the BS. The more you learn, the more power you have to affect the world around you. This is the Cut the Crap Podcast. Never read a book again. And here's your host, Ryan Calajuri. What's going on, you guys? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Cut the Crap Podcast, where week after week, I'm condensing business books down to their core golden nuggets, saving you time from having to read it yourself. So this week, we have a classic book. I really like this one. I read this one a number of years ago, Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. So this book details some of Tony Shea's um, beliefs, his philosophies, his lessons learned about growing his company, the company that we all know very well. If you don't know Tony Shea, you might know Zappos, that online shoe retailer. Zappos changed the game when it came to customer service and Again, how they, how they run their company. They set a new standard in the industry that was really, really tough to compete with. And as a result, Zappos won in a spectacular fashion. The book also goes into detail about um, another company that Tony founded, uh, Link Exchange. But, but we know more about Zappos than I'm sure we do about Link Exchange. But the lessons, the, the stories, the mistakes made, all those things are incredibly valuable uh, in this book. And for me, I think they provide a really good reminder in terms of how we need to be running our businesses and what we need to be focusing on to make our businesses great. And that's essentially what I want to share with you guys, what I want to get across in this book. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. So why don't we crack right into this book, Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. Golden nugget number one, beware of growing your company too fast. So in Tony Shea's experience, he believes it's best to grow a company slowly than it is to grow a company fast. Now, why is that? Well, in his experience, he realized that when you grow a company too fast, you stop being careful with the things that matter the most. And to him, it was about people. When he grew a company too fast, his company was called Link Exchange, and they were growing so quickly that eventually he didn't even realize or recognize the people that were in his office. How terrible is that? You don't even know who the people are in your office. And for him, that was a bad thing. That was a terrible thing because he didn't know the kind of people he was letting into the culture. He didn't know how these people were shifting the culture. Hell, he didn't even know what the culture was. It's not a good thing. And so I agree with this because I've worked with a lot of companies and know a lot of companies still that are in high growth mode. And they're growing hand over fist, growing really fast. And the one thing they're forgetting about is culture. And I don't care what they say. They say, oh, you know, we have a culture. This is what we are. Listen, what you say you are on your values, you know, that you put up on the board uh, for people to see or that you put on your website. Listen, that's not culture, guys. It's just not culture. That's you trying to communicate the essence of what you believe the culture is. But what the culture is inside the walls of the company is completely different than, you know, what you're putting up in your office walls or putting up on your website or putting on your business card or communicating in proposals or presentations. That's all nice. But what's the reality? If you're growing a company too fast, it's really tough to understand what that culture is, especially when you're bringing in people who may impact the culture. They may not believe in your culture. They might not believe in your why, the reason you exist. So bring it back to Tony's experience now. So Tony, essentially, he learned a very valuable lesson in all this, and that it's best to grow a company slowly because you can carefully monitor the hiring process to ensure you're bringing in everybody that is um, believing in the culture, believing in the vision, believing what it is you're doing. And he believes that it's so important to bring on the right people because the right people are going to mean the difference between your company either rising or falling. 
And when I say that, you may not believe that, but it's true. I mean, if you have people who are in it just for the money, they don't give a damn about who they work with, they're just looking for a good paycheck and that's about it, chances are they might not have the same type of values that you do. And when you're growing a company, sometimes doing the right thing is the hard thing to do. It really is. And for Tony, with his company, he wanted to put emphasis on customer experience, doing the right thing. Well, if you have somebody coming in the door who just gives a damn about their self and cares about making a lot of money and that's all they care about, do you think that they're going to put the customer first? Probably not. Probably not. And so that's why you have to manage these things because you have to make sure that people that are on board are actually going to help move the company forward. Now, I'm going to bring this golden nugget back to some experience that I have and I could not agree with this more. My experience with this is completely aligned with what Tony's saying because I would be in companies trying to help them put in place a marketing program or a sales program to help drive them forward, to help them achieve a new level of growth. The problem was the people that they had on board, they just didn't give a damn about that. They didn't care about growing the company. They were just in it for themselves. They wanted to make their own paycheck and they were lazy. They, um, you know, they, they essentially just were in it for themselves. It was a very ego thing. You know, just give me a nice title and I don't really want to do a lot of hard work. I mean, you know, it's not really something I'm interested in. And so you can imagine when a guy like me comes in who's high energy, comes in and says, listen, I want to put in this content program. It's going to take you a lot of effort, a lot of time. I'm going to help you along the way. You know, they look at me, all of them. They look at me and they say, come on, man, you're crazy. This is ridiculous. Meanwhile, the CEO of the company was so happy to contract me and bring me in because he's like, listen, this is what we need. This is exactly what we need to grow. And he found out that his people, they just weren't up to snuff. They didn't believe in the same thing that he did. He, they didn't have the same vision. And as a result, they were holding him back. So he gave them the option. He said, you know, this is the way the company is going to go. You either have a choice to move with us or not with us. If you don't want to move with us, then I'm, you know, respectfully asking you, you know, you may want to leave the company because it's going to be really hard on you. And as a result, they got rid of a lot of the, the dead weight, so to speak, that didn't want to be there. And he started focusing on growing the company in the direction that needed to be grown. And the company was dying. It had no choice. Like it either had to go in this direction or it was going to die. And so a lot of the dead weight was left off and he brought on people that were aligned to his vision. Now, when he brought on people that were aligned to his vision, that wanted to execute on a lot of these strategies, a lot of these plans that were in place, all of a sudden things went off. Things were fantastic. You started to see growth. You started to see momentum. You started to see excitement and youthful enthusiasm coming into the organization. And that's what he was after. And so the lesson here to take away from this, guys, is, you know, again, the golden nugget is, you know, beware of growing too fast. And Tony's saying, you know, grow slow. But the, the lesson to take away from this one is, who are you bringing on board? Who are the people in your company who are going to drive that vision forward? Who are the people who aren't going to drive that vision forward? The whole reason that Tony says you got to grow slowly is because you got to make sure you're bringing the right people on board who are going to take that vision and run with it and drive the company forward. So again, in all of our experience, in Tony's experience, in my experience, who you have on the bus is so damn important to the growth of your company. It cannot be understated. It's foundational to the growth of the company, who you have on the bus. If you have people on the bus that are moaning and groaning and complaining and they just don't want to be there, then maybe it's time to get the hell off the bus. Golden nugget number two, make learning and professional development a key priority in your organization. One of the biggest lessons that Tony took away from running his company and building Zappos, building Link Exchange, was in bringing on people who are dedicated to learning. They were hungry for knowledge. They wanted to learn more. 
Tony didn't want to bring on people who already had all the answers. They have all the answers. You can't tell me anything new. I know everything about this and, you know, for me to learn anything else, it's crazy. I know everything. He doesn't like people like that. And quite frankly, I don't like people like that either. I mean, I, I hate working with people like that. People who, you know, believe they're, you know, what doesn't stink. You know, they think they have all the answers and they're always right. Nobody likes people like that. So Tony says that it's important to develop a culture that fosters both personal and professional development. He talks about the idea of building an office library and offering classes to get new skills, um, you know, opening up training opportunities for your employees because the more they learn, the more stimulus they have in their mind, which will allow them to bring new ideas forward into the company. Now, again, this is a cultural thing. Do you want to train and empower your people to better the business or do you just want your people to fall in line and do what they're supposed to do and, you know, don't break out of this, um, you know, don't break out of this box that you're in. I know there's a lot of you right now who are listening to this who are probably working for companies like that. And if, hey, if that's what you like, if you like kind of staying in your box, then cool, keep at it. But that's not for me and I know that's not for a lot of you as well too. And for a lot of you, you like to create. You like to bring new ideas. You like to bring new suggestions. And so those kind of companies, they very likely foster that learning and professional development idea. And again, in Tony's experience in the book, he talks about how this is valuable to an organization by bringing in people who are constantly learning, bringing up new ideas, and they're always reading books or going to seminars, things of that nature. He loves it because it benefits the business and the fact that he has people who can bring creative solutions to challenges that they may not even see coming yet. Let's face it, we're in business and there's going to be problems, challenges, things that just come up that we had no idea were coming. Right? We can plan for the expected, but it's always the unexpected that catches up to us and just catches us with our pants down, so to speak, and says, man, like I don't even know what to do with this problem. I don't even know where to start. Well, again, bring it back. If you have people who are dedicated to learning, people who go to seminars, they build their network up with people who can educate them, chances are they might know a thing or two about solving unexpected challenges that come up in the organization. And so with Zappos, Tony made it an absolute necessity in helping employees unlock their potential by constantly encouraging them to take on new challenges and applying what they learned to those challenges. And as a result, they brought that creativity to the vision that Zappos believed in, which was delivering happiness. Again, the title of the book, their whole vision, their reason to exist, their why, as Simon Sinek might say, is to make their customers happy, is to make their employees happy. And so for Tony, that was his challenge. You know, what can you do? What can you bring? What can you provide to clients, to employees, to vendors to continue making them happy? And so as people read, as they researched, as they talked to different organizations, they brought that learning internally to the Zappos, which only made them stronger. And that's why Zappos became the great company that they are, is because they fostered that culture of learning. It's tough to argue with that one as well, too. It makes perfect sense. I love working with people who love to learn. Myself, obviously, I'm a lifelong learner. It's just something that I believe in, and that's why I read a book a week, because I love to learn. And I love to share these learnings, these experiences, these, um, these lessons learned, these golden nuggets from these books, because I want you guys to learn. Golden nugget number three. And you guys, we've been over this one before. In fact, we were here last week. Choose one thing you want your organization to be and focus on it. Specialize. This whole thing of focus, this whole thing of specialization, you see the patterns here, you guys. If you've been a fan of Cut the Crap podcast for quite some time, you see these themes starting to pop up now. 
the idea of focus, the idea of specialization, the importance of those elements. You see business leaders and business books and champions in business continue to talk about the importance of specialization, the importance of picking a niche, right? Pick a niche, you get rich. We've been there before. We've talked about that. Tony Shea talks about that as well too in this book. He talks about the importance of focusing on one sole thing, continuing to focus on one thing. And why do you want to do that? Because you can go deep in that area. Again, far too many companies go far too wide and not deep enough, right? Mile wide, inch deep, right? No, you want to go a mile deep and an inch wide. Focus on one thing and go deep in that area. And you might say, Ryan, I get it. It makes sense on the surface. But listen, from a practicality standpoint, we got to diversify, man. We got to go into different areas, provide different services, different products. Listen, I'm not saying you can't do that. And as you know from previous episodes, or maybe you don't know from previous episodes, maybe you haven't listened to them yet, there's nothing wrong with diversifying. There's nothing wrong with bringing on new products, new services. However, you got to make sure that those products, those services are somewhat complementary to the current businesses that you're serving. If you're a marketing firm, you don't all of a sudden want to go offer plumbing to your customers. It's ridiculous. And of course, it's a stupid example. I know it's you know kind of out of whack. I was trying to make a point, but a more realistic point. If you're doing marketing services, you don't all of a sudden want to go and offer um, you know HR services. Why? Why don't you want to do that? Can those companies buy HR services? Perhaps. But you're a marketing company first and foremost, so focus on marketing. There's companies out there that have no idea what they are. They call themselves a technology company and they just, hell, just throw everything under the, under the umbrella. It doesn't matter. It's all tech in the end, right? No, not at all. You got to think wisely about what you have in your product service um, uh, offering catalog. And so for Tony, he knew first and foremost, they wanted to sell shoes, man. They wanted to sell shoes and they wanted to do it online. And they wanted to do it better than anybody else. But selling shoes, cool, that's all good. Anybody can sell shoes. What do we really want to do? Well, Tony and the Zappos team, they decided that customer satisfaction and creating a wow experience for their customers was the one thing that they wanted to become absolutely the best in the world at. They wanted to focus on that that extraordinary customer experience and delivering, like I said last time, delivering happiness to employees, to customers at every opportunity, every chance that they got. And so because of this, Tony made sure that he hired people. Again, going back to golden nugget number one, he hired people that aligned with that vision. And one lesson that he always said was that you never want to outsource that, uh, that thing, that element, that, that X factor that you want your company to become. So customer service, he didn't want to go ahead and just outsource customer service to a call center. Of course not, because that was his bread and butter, baby. That's what he wanted to do. That's what he wanted to become. He wanted to be the best at customer service. So he didn't want to leave that to chance. He didn't just want to outsource that. He wanted to make sure that he brought it internally. And again, why? Going back to golden nugget number one, you want to make sure you have the right people on the bus. And so if you run a marketing company, do you want to outsource some of your development or some of your design to a different company that doesn't necessarily believe in the vision that you have? They don't believe in the, the, um, the design vision that your overall company has, the type of designs that you guys develop, the type of work that you guys are used to. I'll tell you right now, a lot of companies are fine with that. They're okay with outsourcing their work and maybe you shouldn't be okay with that. What kind of quality do they bring to the table? Do they believe in setting expectations and meeting them, exceeding them? Do they believe in constant communication with the customer? Do they believe in making sure the customer is satisfied at the end of the day? Or do they just give a damn about getting their paycheck and getting the workout? Nah, I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to tell them what they need. 
They don't know what they need. I'll tell them what they need. I'll tell them what looks good. They want to come to me and say, tell me what looks good? Nah, screw them. I know better. If you had somebody like that on the team or if you ha- were outsourcing work to somebody like that and your customers were working with people like that, how do you think that would impact your brand? You're damn right that would impact your brand. That would hurt your brand in a big way. So again, Tony Shea's advice, don't outsource the core of your business. So I don't care if you develop mobile applications. I don't care if you do security consulting. I don't care if you do PR. You don't want to outsource the true core of your organization. So your takeaway here, you guys, obviously, we've been here before, like I've said. Focus is key to the success of your business. If you're a CEO right now and you're looking at your product lines, your service lines, and you're seeing a whole bunch of different products and services you have that aren't generating revenue, that take a lot of time and a lot of management and the marketplace just isn't into them, maybe you have to cut it. Honestly, it's tough to cut it because there's people attached to that. You might not want to do it because it's hard, but let me tell you guys something right now. You will die a slow and painful death. Your company will die a slow, painful death and you will lose good people. You will lose passionate people if you continue to put attention and energy on the things that the marketplace doesn't want, that your people hate managing, that your company isn't passionate about. You gotta cut that crap out, you guys. You really gotta cut the fat and focus on the things that the marketplace wants. Focus on where the marketplace is going. Focus on what your employees, what your company, what people are getting excited about. Focus on that. And maybe you got to cut off some of the stuff that maybe you're focusing on that you shouldn't be focusing on. And I'm saying this and I have a number of people in the top of my mind right now that I know are listening to this right now and I'm talking to you guys right now. You got to cut that fat. You seriously have to get rid of it. It's hurting you. It's hurting your business. You're going to lose employees as a result of it. And let me tell you right now, your employees that you have right now, they're not happy. They're not happy because you're not giving them the focus that they need because you're just not excited about it. So let them go somewhere else to a company that does focus on that, where they will be happier. And you know what? Just like how it is with pruning a tree, sometimes you got to cut off some of the dead branches to allow the tree to grow into something it's never become before. The same is true in business, you guys. The same is true in business. Last but certainly not least, golden nugget number four. Stop focusing on creating so much buzz and focus on getting great results for your clients. Now, when I say that, that might not be a surprise to anybody. You might say, of course that makes sense, Ryan. Why would we focus on buzz and not so much on creating results? Because creating results is what we need to do. Yeah, you're right. However, most companies don't do that. Most companies like to put a lot of, um, a lot of sizzle on and they don't really have much stake there. You know what I'm saying? They're what I'm trying to get at. You know, they're focusing too much on buzz. And so I used to work with an organization that really focused on creating a lot of buzz. But, you know, when you looked at what they actually did, it wasn't all that impressive. You know, everything was um, blown up to be bigger than it truly was. You know, we won this massive big contract. And in reality, you just had one resource on it doing a little bit of development work. And you didn't really win the contract. And The client wasn't really happy with it and the employee didn't really do a good job and yet they put so much time, effort, and investment in pumping up the fact they won this big contract when in reality you look at it and it wasn't even that impactful. So if you do dig a little bit deeper into that and you find the truth, what do you think that does to your brand? It doesn't do a whole hell of a lot. In fact, it hurts your brand. 
So it's at Tony Shea's core that he truly believes you need to stop trying to get media attention. You need to stop, you know, stressing over trying to get promotion for what it is you do. And instead, you need to focus more on delivering a great customer experience, delivering great service, and everything else will follow. All the buzz will self-generate, he says. And I truly believe in that. I know a lot of really great companies that didn't need marketing. They just did not need marketing because their sales folks and their delivery folks, they did all the great work themselves. And referrals came in left, right, and center because, listen, you guys did great work with us. We had an exceptional experience working with you. And as a result, we want to continue to, um, we want to do what we can to help you. And so they would provide referrals, their clients. And referrals beget more referrals. And as a result, they just didn't need the marketing to sustain a level of growth for them. Now, not to say that marketing isn't important. I'm not saying that at all. Obviously, I'm a marketer, guys. I love marketing. And I truly believe in the power that marketing has. But I also know that marketing can only go so far. It's like that shiny apple. A lot of companies can choose to shine up a really nice apple and God, it looks so good. It looks so delicious. And yet when you bite into it, it's rotten in the middle. It's brown and mushy and there's worms in the middle. And, you know, I'm painting a pretty vivid picture here of what that looks like. But that's the case with a lot of businesses. You know, you look at social media, their website, everything looks great on the outside, but you really dig into it and it's rotten in the middle. The truly great companies... That apple is shiny, but the center, it's crisp, it's clean, it's fresh, it's cool, it's delicious, it's juicy. You know, that apple is great from the inside out. And so Tony's saying, stop focusing so much on creating buzz and start focusing on delivering great services, delivering great products. And I, again, I couldn't agree with him more on this. It's absolutely spot on. When you're doing something that naturally creates interesting stories, people want to talk about it. They're going to want to take action. They're going to want to share this with people. And word of mouth is a powerful thing. When people start to spread the great work that you do, press will come, you guys. Referrals will come. People will talk about the great work that you do, the great results that you do. If you develop great marketing campaigns, you don't have to go out there and tell everybody, hey, we create great marketing campaigns. Your customers will talk for you. Now, trust me, I know when I just said that, there's people out there who are going to say, come on, Ryan, you have to market. I know you have to market, you guys. But again, don't focus so much on trying to create so much buzz. Focus on doing great work. And you know what? You might be lucky enough where you have both of those um, in place, where you might have a delivery team and you might have a marketing team in place. That's awesome. But again, kind of in the flavor of Seth Godin, the marketing team really needs to focus on creating a strong product or service and a strong experience as well. It's not just about promotion. It's not just about creating buzz. It's about how can we add more value to our customers, which leads me now to what Tony did. Tony and his company, instead of spending money on creating advertisements and getting the word out there with AdWords and what have you, you know, paid media, Instead, they used the money they would have spent on traditional advertising and they poured that back into their customer experiences instead, which means that they ended up investing in more perks for their customers, like free, sh- um, like free shipping on every single order, a 365-day return policy, um, you know, unexpected next-day shipping for their customers, all of these things. All these things they brought forward to their customers because they focused more on creating great services, great products, as opposed to investing in the buzz. Where is your focus as a company? Are you focused on just trying to tell the world how great you are? Or are you focused on trying to make your customer's world absolutely great? That's the shift. 
Go to your marketing team and say, guys, I know we have to get the word out there with social media and blogs and content and what have you, videos and such. It's important. But guys, I really want you to put your brain power to work and I want you guys to figure out how we can deliver a greater experience for our customers. How can we build marketing into our products? How can we build marketing into our services? How can we make our customers, our our clients want to talk about the great work that we do? How can we make them want to provide referrals to us? This is a lot of fun, you guys. It's a lot of fun. And the companies that are winning, they're taking care of their clients. And they have long-term relationships with their clients because they just create that experience. And their customers, man, their customers are the best advertising channel for them. So here you go, you guys. There's the final lesson for you from this book. Invest more in your customer's experience. Invest more in creating a great experience. Invest more in creating a great product, a great service, delivering a great result. Instead of trying to focus so much more on the buzz. Engage your marketing team to to inject some marketing into the customer experience because that, you guys, that's what's going to truly make your business great, what's going to make you guys stand out, and what's going to provide long-term growth for you guys. All right, my friends, there we have it. That is Delivering Happiness by Tony Shea. Man, I love this guy. He's a good guy. I had an opportunity to catch him once at a conference and very inspiring, very intelligent and You know, I I truly believe in a lot of the philosophies that he brings to business and, um, you know, it's tough to disagree with the guy. He took a business that was fairly commoditized, selling shoes, and, you know, he changed the game. He started selling them online and he realized the importance of differentiation and creating strong customer experience and, you know, he built a great business out of it and, you know, we can definitely learn something from a guy like this. So, I hope you guys enjoyed the golden nuggets, the takeaways from Delivering Happiness and most importantly... Most importantly, I hope that you guys were able to take something away that you can then implement in your business. No matter how small the change is, even a small change is an important change. And, you know, a small change, you never know how much that can, um, that can make an impact on the big picture. You know, just like that small pebble you throw in the middle of the lake. You know, it's so tiny, so tiny, and yet those ripples can extend the length of the, um, of the lake. So no matter how small the change is, you guys, put it into practice. You never know how it's going to create an impact in the end. You guys, I hope you have a fantastic week. Make it a productive week. Make it a great week. Do what you got to do to stay inspired. And I will catch you guys back here next week with a brand new business book and brand new golden nuggets. Have an awesome, awesome week. I love you guys. Some of you going to sleep and you don't deserve to be, you don't deserve rest. You lazy, you don't deserve rest. Rest is for people who work. You ain't doing nothing. Every day you chilling. You need to know your why, and my why wakes me up every single morning. You don't get it. Listen to me very closely. You can write everything down if you want to. Be brave enough to write every one of your goals down, but I'm gonna tell you something. Life's gonna hit you in your mouth, and you gotta do me a huge favor. Your why has to be greater than that knocked out. At the end of your feelings is nothing. But at the end of every principle is a promise. Find a man who's diligent at what he does. And he shall stand before kings and not mean men. Every day you say no to your dreams, you might be pushing your dreams back a whole six months. That one single day, that one day you didn't get up, could have pushed your stuff back I don't know how long. The first level to success in life, listen to me, the very first level, the very first level is you seeing it. Like it's clear to you. 
Like you know exactly what you want. You know exactly when you want it. Listen to me. You know exactly what it tastes like. You know what it looks like. You know what it smells like. Before you really blow up, blow up, and you get success, you literally have it in the palm of your hand without having it. And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now because I care about you. I'm telling you right now because I've been there. I've done that. You've been in it for three years and you're about to quit. You've been doing it for five years and it don't look like you think. You put all your money in it. You put all your time in it. People are looking at you crazy. Five years you've invested. Oh, you put too much in it to quit now. And the problem with some of y'all is you want somebody else to support your dream. But this is my time. This is my moment. Tomorrow, tomorrow ain't no such thing as tomorrow. What does your dream look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? If you want it to happen, get your butt up and make it happen. If you want it to happen, rise and grind.